Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back. This is The Bubble. He's Mike Bonner. I am Montana Samuels. And after a brief couple of week hiatus, our beautiful voices are gracing your earphones again. It's so crazy what can happen in three weeks now. Because I think it's been three weeks. I think we had uh, the Brett Kavanaugh hearings. Yep. Just that took up. I mean, a good chunk of the news. That alone would be like it for anything but then you have this new york times story regarding donald trump's taxes jumping into the reality not the reality i almost said the reality the entertainment world Mm -hmm. little wayne drops an album i think we we missed uh a big one was mac miller mac miller dying uh i don't even know if we were here if we were recording for eminem's album i don't remember uh who who I just can't even right now. Uh, we won't have any talk of that on this podcast. It was just a fact of statement that he dropped an album. That's all I was saying. You don't have to say whether it was good. You don't have to say whether it was bad. The I don't even know who you're about talking about. Drake and... Um, it was, oh, Pusha T. Pusha T's beef. We have Machine Gun Kelly and Eminem's beef. That's... Oh, my God. I'm just <laughs> stating things that happened. You can't deny they didn't happen. No, they happened. Are you also saying the world... Kyrie Irving said the world is round. Cut. That's big that's, news. That's Boston, what we missed. Boston sports fans rejoice. Your shining star is no longer a bumbling idiot when it comes to rejoicing science. for that. I think, as he pointed out, maybe science teachers are rejoicing. He, I think he said that. <laughs> Sorry to the... Sorry to the you science have, teachers. Like, I'm a massive troll. 10 and 11-year-olds being like, well, Kyrie says that it's flat. Like, he sells cool Nikes. What, he went to Duke. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, well, I mean, he, he attended the university for one year, uh, and he was on the But back. you still have to get in. Like, I oh, understand what you're saying. On. No, I'm, there are a few. There are, there are a few schools where it is... You do at least have to still get in. Like Stanford, you just can't show up and, hey, I'm here to play. Like You do have to get in. Now, I will grant you that it is easier to get in as a student athlete than as you and I, but you still have to get in. Sure. Sure. <laughs> He's just on his own little world today. Just <laughs> defying the, the idea, The idea that you have to be as smart as the general majority of Duke University students to be on the basketball team is a little bit laughable. I didn't say that. I said, what did I say? I said it's easier to get in <laughs> yeah, than the normal on. public, I mean, the, but you still have to get in. The man exclaimed multiple times that the world was flat. I think they drop the uh, the criteria a little bit if you can dribble a ball. It's not a. It's not the question to get in Duke. You have to get the you have. He can't show up <laughs> with a 1.0 GPA 
and no, zero on sure. the ACT Fine. and zero. That's that's what you I'm saying. You can't get into any college like that, though. That's what I'm saying. So, okay, we're whatever. We we've, we've completely lost track of where we're going. Shout out to Kyrie Irving. Come on the pod. Friend of the pod. Friend of well, well, not anymore. Not yet. Not yet. Just trashing his alma mater like that. Part of the brotherhood of Duke basketball, Kyrie Irving. That we're not. Uh, come on, this isn't a Duke pod. Not he, a Duke he pod. He didn't even play it, dude. That was no. The he funny played part. two games. Yeah, that was he broke his, <laughs> whatever. Kyrie, come on the pod. Explain it. Uh, yeah, come come talk. His dad to us. played at BU, I think. All time leading scorer, Boston University. Yeah, the uh, New England connection. We haven't talked about my guy Patrick Mahomes while we're on the sports tip. Who? Patrick Mahomes, the Who? NFL uh, record. I don't know. The records are kind of weird. I'm not going to make that exclamation. But future MVP, Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs quarterback. <laughs> He's the odds-on favorite to win MVP this year through four weeks. Four to one odds. You come on the podcast after <laughs> we've been gone for three weeks, and you don't acknowledge that Eminem's a real person. Who? Then... <laughs> Then on top of that, you double down. This may be the last. I'm glad the people came back to the podcast. This may be the last <laughs> might, one. Might be the last one. Then you usher in a phrase, introduce a phrase, odds on MVP through the first four weeks. Yeah, man. Sports. I've been li- well. I've been gone. I've been listening to a lot of sports podcasts. Do you know my favorite thing for the important. first four weeks of the season? I don't, have you watched a game? I have. I've watched, okay. I've watched a number. It has nothing to do with the games, though. My okay. favorite thing, and this is going to probably get me a little hot water, but I'm going to go with it anyways. Uh-huh. I saw on Instagram a number of people after the Patriots went one and two, gasp. Uh-huh. <gasps> oh, boy. Hashtag stay loyal. St- oh. They're one and two. They were favorites against the oh three God. and no Dolphins, and people are stay loyal. Don't and turn the team. And they beat the brakes off of them. Was anyone not like... This is this what the, they do. The uh, plight of the New England Patriots fans. <laughs> you go from being the worst team in the NFL to a best, and you forgot where you come from. So now a one and two star. Unbelievable. Stay loyal. Hashtag. I, that's going to be my new thing when you say free little pump. Hashtag. No, little pumps. Another thing we didn't talk about. Little little pump performed on SNL with Kanye West last weekend. Hashtag stay loyal. <laughs> that's my new thing. Did you see it? I didn't. They I just dra- saw- so you saw the music video for that song that I literally we can't, can't take say breaks anymore. No, uh, yeah, we, this is what yeah. happens. We, whatever news didn't happen <laughs> the last three weeks that we were gone. Just forget about everything we talked about. We do have a topic on uh, in our minds, but I'll and let, frankly, I'll let- it's probably like the least newsy talk topic we've talked about. <laughs> but I did. I saw. I saw the actually the only thing I saw of that was the Chris Rock video of Kanye West then talking about Donald ranting. Trump. Yeah, yes. so that was the same. Lil Pump left the stage during oh. that ranch rant ranch rant. I believe went to the ranch after the rant yeah don't start oh god don't start rapping mike i wasn't rapping i was just having a tongue i twister. saw i saw the uh i saw the wheels no turn. what i was thinking in my head was didn't kanye record his album at a ranch in wyoming so he did I said well no that that yeah. was where the release no it was like one of those jackson hole like yeah. resorts but that's where they had the album listening party yeah that ranch said they would uh not allow any rappers to rent their venue anymore after that listening part. And that's why when you said he went to the ranch, that's what I was thinking. Little pump. Okay. Stay loyal. <laughs> Mike, what's our uh, what, what's our actual topic for the day now that we've wasted? It is October. 
It's October. Things are getting spooky. And it's more than the October baseball. It's more than Ooh. my birthday month. It's, it's more, your birthday this month. It's my birthday month. Happy early birthday. Thank you. Odds on favorite. Odds on favorite for birthday, Mike Bonner. <laughs> and more than Halloween. I watched Hocus Pocus last night for the first time. Alyssa's been like... Hannah was thrilled to watch Hocus Pocus, and I'm just like, then just put it on. But yeah, someone knocked over a bunch of uh, a tip that we we at the Advocate received from a a local Kushnet resident. Said someone was kicking over headstones at the cemetery today. Wow! It is officially spooky season. It's also officially marijuana season. Yes, in New Bedford. That's that's right. Eight minutes in, we finally get there. (laughs) <laughs> no. We took we, the scenic route, but that's we okay. We quite literally buried the lead. Headstones, get it? Buried the lead. We're all about the puns today. G- give us the update. <laughs> give us the update on uh, New Bedford's marijuana presence. We might have to introduce video to our pods because the facial expressions of both of us today have been pretty We could do that. On. The standard times, shifting to video. <laughs> the update <laughs> is... The moratorium on marijuana in New Bedford is lifted. It's no longer. And that's the show. <laughs> no, so, what, so where we are in mar- in, with marijuana in New Bedford is, you know, you have this big, the moratorium's gone. Let's right. like go out and we can just, you and I, we're going to open the bubble pot shop and it's going to open up right here. No, not that easy. Not yet. It's, it might never be that easy. Yeah, no, so probably we would have to that, do yes. so. What, okay, so you want to open up a marijuana facility because that was basically what I was asking here. Better get to what we're talking out. about now. Was okay, the moratorium's lifted, and they made such a huge deal out of this moratorium that, like, right. hey, we, you know, not ready for it. So when it's lifted and the zoning is in, you're thinking to yourself, oh, well, then you just open up and you're right. good. You've got to negotiate with the city first. Yep. To get a host agreement. Right. And the city doesn't have to do business with you. No. And the host agreement, for those that don't know, is sort of where like tax money comes into play. Right. This is how the cities are going to... Not that they wouldn't negotiate with you. Right. But it's not just like, hey, I want to open an establishment. They're like, okay, great. Come on in. You have to uh, show them your business plan. Yep. Is it going to be successful? Who are you hiring? And by that, it's mostly, are you hiring New Bedford residents? Right. You know, the... Marijuana is seen as uh, potentially a really job great creator. way of New Bedford to boost its economy. It's a big part of economic development in Throughout. all of the cities that it'll be going into, cities and, and states towns. And well. states, yeah. yep. So New Bedford, the city wants to know, hey, are you going to try to hire New Bedford residents? Because right. that's what we'd like to see. Uh, what's the security like at your place? You know, what All these right. things need to go into a host agreement, this huge long thing, and then... You do all that. You get Mayor John Mitchell's like, hey, you're awesome. Right. Check marking all off all this stuff. Right. Come do business with us. So that's all great. You get your host agreement, but the city council then has to approve right. that host agreement. It might very well go just like that, snap of the finger, and they hear at a city council meeting and you're good. More than likely, they'll probably go to finance committee mm-hmm. and a finance committee or one of their committees will hear it out, have you come in, interview you, say, hey, what do you think about this? What about that? Right. Probably much like what the mayor did, but checks and balances. They want to make sure everything's on the up and up. So you get your host agreement from the mayor or from the city. 
It's approved by the city council, by the committee, goes back to the city council. They finally approve it. So now you have your host agreement. Mm-hmm. Then you have to go to the state and the uh, CCC, the Cannabis Control, Control Commission. Commission. They then say, look at your host agreement. Make sure everything, again, is on the up and up. Everything yep. looks good. You're approved. Then you have to go back to the city and the health department has to inspect. Yes, which is often the hardest. What everything, yes. yeah, what your building is. Hurdle. Because yeah. at this point, you have to think to yourself, we made it sound actually more, a lot easier than it is because let's say you got your host agreement. Why would you buy property yet? You don't know exactly. if the CCC is going to open, is, approve you. So then you go to the CCC. Why would you buy property yet? You don't know if right. you're going to get approved. So once you finally then are approved by the CCC, then you can start looking into property because yep. that's the next step. However, the Department of Health has to approve your property. And it's not as if you can just purchase the property and set up shop. There's a build that often goes into these mm-hmm. places. You, we're talking about security measures, right? So you have to install all of these additional mm-hmm. security measures. Not a short process. I feel like, I think, I want to say that when I began talking with Basque, the medical facility that opened in Fairhaven, we started our talk somewhere in like October, September of 2017. They had pitched that they were going to be open shortly after Thanksgiving. I don't think they opened till like February or March in 2018. So it takes a, that's an additional like five months possibly that they were just working to get things settled. Now the difference between Basque is they were growing in their facility. So there's some additional health department Mm -hmm. concerns there. Whereas in New Bedford, I don't imagine, I mean, have any licenses even been submitted at this point? Do we know if people will be growing in New Bedford? I believe that's the plan. I spoke with uh, Nicholas Gomes. You can read my story. We can link it on there. And he has the plan to cultivate. Okay. Uh, within New Bedford. Actually, he was at the Freedom Rally September 15th and uh, for Concentrate, his mm-hmm. brand or his strain, one-third okay. uh, there. So he, it's a great, he's a, he's a really interesting person from uh, a Kushnet, but family okay. grew up in New Bedford. Uh, and the way that he said it was, you know, his grandfather helped build the city literally through bricklaying mm-hmm. and he wants to continue that tradition but through economics and right. employing new bedford people so i don't see why he wouldn't get approved my understanding is he has the finances to do it mm-hmm. and then he seemingly has what the city would like to hear in terms of hiring local sure and and helping the city he really sees it as a long long long-term goal right where he's here for the long run because he wants to even see it eventually get to the point where you can use marijuana within kind of like a bar like mm-hmm. use it in facilities and yes such, which is not currently allowed no so th- that portion the marijuana cafes it's essentially how the way that cities are referring to it is on-site consumption which would be like marijuana as the word bar. Yeah. And I don't even think the Cannabis Control Commission has yet given their recommendations for that. But you would have to, the the people, the voters in the towns or city would have to make a ballot initiative. Mm -hmm. So they'd have to get all of the signatures to put it on the ballot. Then it would have to pass for that to even be an option in towns right now. At least that's how they're doing it in Fairhaven. So I don't even think people are worrying about that 
part of marijuana. And and yeah. right now in New Bedford specifically, the city council, which helped draw up a lot of the zoning, how they looked at zoning cannabis mm-hmm. was to go more strict at the start right. and then be able to loosen it up later. Their theory being it's easier to loosen than to tighten those laws after they've already been uh, established. Right. Their idea, I think, at some point is very much they're doing that because of how they handled the tattoo parlors. Okay. Where tattoo parlors, I guess, at some point were very restricted. They can only be in certain spots. Right. And now you look, there's one right almost where I live on Union Street. There's a bar across the street. It's very much within the fabric of downtown. So if that's how you see it happening, if you take the how tattoo parlors were and how they are now, I think that's what the city council was looking at. If everything goes well and everything seemingly is kosher, then at some point that's maybe where they'll get. And I think that's where this person, Nick Gomes at old soul gardens, mm-hmm. uh, that's how he sees it going. But again, that's, as you mentioned quite far down the road, yeah. but I think it's interesting because he's in it for the long run. Yeah. It's, it's sort of one of those things where, um, the notion of lifting a moratorium, to people who are really unfamiliar with the topic, it seems like a really big deal because they're like, oh, my God, the moratorium's lifted. We're going to have marijuana in here in a week. Realistically, it's one of those things where, like, for a journalist, you write that the moratorium lifts, and then it's probably, like, two and a half months before there's any additional news on that because it's so yeah. slow moving that they're – like people in these towns, once the moratorium lifts, you won't see a storefront begin to open up for probably like five to six months. It's good, yeah. And Nick, uh, that, again, uh, Nick Gomes, who I spoke with, he's optimistic three to six months. Okay. Everyone's always optimistic. Yeah, exactly. Me being a reporter and seeing how things go, I would, I think it's more close to six months than yeah. the three, and maybe beyond that, just because I know how. It all goes, and and he is double applying, and by that, I asked him what he meant by that. He has already applied with the CCC, Mm -hmm. so as soon as his host agreement, if and when it is approved by the city, the CCC can kind of just look at his his application immediately then, rather than him then filing all the paperwork and doing all that, so, but even with that mindset, he still thinks three to six months, so that's one of the reasons why I think I like this topic here is because... We hear marijuana so often in the state. Oh, it's legal and the moratorium's lifted. What does that mean? And I feel like those big stories that we opened up in the beginning of the show, everyone knows, you know, there's there's not much to really unravel that isn't already unraveled. This is, I feel like, like you said, people, okay, where's the shop? Where's it opening? Not so much. Right. And it's kind of one of those things where you, at least this happened in Fairhaven, right? So... People heard that Basque was going to be opening for however long it opened. And then it finally opens. And the only people who notice it are the people who are using it, right? Right, right. Mind you, this is a medical facility, so that number's even smaller because it's only a certain segment of the population that can even enter the facility. So you're gonna you're talking about something that realistically, unless it's in some sort of like highly trafficked area, you're gonna hear about it, then you're not gonna hear about it for quite some time. And then it'll be open, and if you catch the news that day, you'll probably hear about it. And if you don't, you'll drive by it and be like, oh, that's a new place. Because the, the, the frills are so little on, on these things that it's, the thing it'll that be really, interesting. 
took me, and this was my ignorance on the topic as a whole, mm-hmm. and then covering it, was when you think marijuana, all I thought of, and most everybody thinks of, is smoking marijuana. Right. And that's what legal is, is you're just going to go and then you know, wrap your joint and then right. smoke it, and then you're going to have that smell. And then when you're talking to experts in the field, which I have, that's like... It's like Nothing. the last, That's their like last the, concern almost. The 1%, really. The 99% is other aspects that are much cleaner and healthier to, right. to digest. Right. Or ingest, rather, not digest. Right. It, it, it's a lot of... I had a similar experience as you when talking to people. Um, the it's Similar in a way. Obviously, Basque is focused on growing a little bit as well, but... Um, realistically when they're talking about their products interactions with the patients it's edibles it's ointments like topical things lozenges different things that help people on a day-to-day that aren't as uh sort of stereotypical is not the right word but it's like a more forward-thinking approach to consuming cannabis than you would think of just like smoking a joint or smoking a blunt or something, you know, I was totally unaware of it too, before like, yeah. Researching the topic that, yeah, it was even a thing. Yeah. It, it's fun. It's sort of funny to see an industry that is, um, so new to the area, but if you look at it from like a, what's been going on inside of the industry perspective, it's like pretty far advanced for how, uh, sort of archaic the means of them being able to function have been with it being illegal right so people were clear there there's definitely sort of that like underbelly of people who were doing it and advancing products while it was still illegal which is really interesting and i wonder too how many people voted for it not under voted for it positively voted for it to become legal without really even knowing the layers to it because again even when it was legalized i was thinking to myself and i'm sure my family was too because i talked about it just literally smoking a joint right who cares it's you know whatever it's fine right but that's not even again that's such a literal tip of the iceberg type of thing oh yeah and that's it's crazy yeah it you know and it, it it's sort of interesting to see as the moratorium gets closer to that december lift date in fairhaven and there's going to be a special town meeting in november um, where people can sort of vote on like the bylaw, the zoning bylaw for it, which would be how many shops they're going to limit it to, et cetera. Um, there's like a, a small segment. Well, I don't even know how big it is really. You only get to see the segment of people who are like at town at meetings and things like that. But there's a segment of people who are really concerned about, well, I can already smell it and I can already yeah, do this. Yeah. And then you sort of get into the perspective of like, well, okay. So like you guys are being affected by what's coming in off the street without understanding that like a lot of the stuff that's going to be coming out of the retail shops are going to be things that are a lot less invasive to your right. everyday life. Right. There's a, yeah, it, it's int- now, okay, here, here's a, something I wanted to bring up just because I had seen it floating around. Have you seen sort of these like underground Instagram accounts? pop up on your feed at all that are like selling marijuana in new bedford i've seen one yeah that was like look what we had it was just kind of like a picture of it and but very discreet very like that's definitely illegal yeah right (laughs) i would because it's yeah 
That, I mean, because technically can, you can grow it, right? Even with the moratorium, yes, you can grow yes. it in your house. It, you just couldn't purchase it or sell it in recreational. As far as I know, yeah, like that's. I'm not even sure. Again, and because there, there is, there's so many layers. If you were to grow it in your house, could you then sell it? I don't know the specifics on yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not I know sure in, either. I know there's rules in other states where you can do that. Like essentially. You're, so for that day, you're giving up your grow rights, as they call it, and you're giving it to that person who then grew your plants for the day and gave it to you. But I don't know if that's true in Massachusetts. It might just thinking of beer. Right. Um, one of my good friends brews beer. Okay. And I can only pay him for supplies. Oh, you can't pay him for the product so he's itself. he's making it for me. Sure. It's like a roundabout way of saying I'm paying him right. for this, but I'm not paying him for the product. For the product, yeah, because I don't okay. have obviously the means to do it. Right. So I'm paying him for all those supplies, and then he right. produces it for me, but I can't pay him anything Okay. Um, for the, the beer itself. Right. It was just one of those like weird roundabout so ways. So it might be the same thing with... I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't, don't want to. I don't want to state that as fact because I'm not sure. But oh, yeah. I could see that. Nor am I. Yeah, I'm just yeah. kind of using... Yeah, similar type things. But to, that was another interesting thing, to, and maybe we shouldn't. Maybe that should be a story rather than just a short segment on a podcast. But it, it's like interesting to see those those little things begin to pop so up. So now we're back to facts, are we? We're gonna acknowledge facts and realities and what's real and what's not now at the end of the podcast. <laughs> at the end of the podcast, at sure. the beginning, okay. at the end of the podcast, I'm glad we, were, we, we talk about facts that. at the beginning. Uh, it's real it's all things loose. that exist. Yes. Maybe like, we should look into that more, Mike, than just <laughs> theorizing that an actual human being exists or not. Who? Emin Marshall? Marshall Mathers. Marshall? Not. Is it total, nor, not negative nor positive, just an acknowledgement that this person. An acknowledgement this that album. an underwhelming rap album came out. Yes. You're the one being negative and adding emotions. <laughs> I'm just saying. All the I'm a stories. critic, Mike. I'm a critic. I guess. I That's why you don't like it, huh? Because he came after you? He <laughs> Did he come after me? He came after critics. Oh. I don't know. I didn't listen. Um. <laughs> Typical critic. Typical critic. I have <laughs> just writing without even knowing. I did not write about the album, because uh, yeah, what you, it's just bad. Whatever. <laughs> I don't want to. I've spent enough of my time on Eminem. <laughs> oh my god! Shout out to Eminem. Not a friend of the pod. Come, he's not come gonna, on the pod. Yeah, he's not come going on the pod. To. I he doubt might it. come on the podcast. Probably not. No, probably not. This has been a good. Uh, I'm, I feel like we spread our. Spread our We're legs. back. We stretched a yeah, little bit. Yeah, we stretched out. Anything else on marijuana that you want to... I think we covered it. Yeah, no, I think we pretty much covered it. Uh, yeah, like we said, there's like no real news that's happening aside from like the moratoriums lifted. Right, but to me it was like... I had people come up to me saying, what does that mean? Can we go... Exactly, sure. Right. That, But that's, sort of, that's right. sort of it, right? It's like, aside from it being like, yeah, it's lifted, it... Like, I don't have that much to tell you because, like, nothing's happening right now. Yeah. the And that's sort of how it goes. Slow churn of government. Slow burn. Slow burn. Yep. You are full of puns today. Um, slow. Well, I try, Mike. I'm trying a new thing since I came back from vacation. Puns. Our vacation this week will not be as long. We will be back next week. Uh, 
We don't know what we're going to do yet. We haven't made it that far. We're still on our vacation hangover, if you will. But uh, yeah, this was good. Thanks for coming back, back, Mike. Oh, I like that. Whoa. Thanks for coming back. That's yeah. good. Thanks for coming back. Uh, yeah, hope to have us back. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.